Technology can be uh, its own beast. Sorry about that. I, you know, I have a um, I have a desktop with a wireless mouse and a wireless keyboard, and uh, and they just wasn't talking to each other. <laughs> they they were at odds with each other this morning. So there was nothing I could do but like let them cool down and talk to each other. So that's why I was late this morning. <laughs> and, you know, I've learned with technology that you just can't force it. I mean, you could bang the keyboard. You could scream at the desktop. I mean, you could do all the things, but it doesn't really get you anywhere. It might make you feel better momentarily, but ultimately, it, you just have to wait. <laughs> and uh, And that's what I have to do. I just have to, I just have to wait. And wait, I did. So so I just feel some kind of way. And uh, that's just what it is. Uh, I have two two desktops on my desk, an Apple computer and my HP. And, uh, and I can't seem to find my mouse for my Apple. <sighs> you know, it's just, it's just, it's just Monday. <laughs> Monday, full of all its whimsy and uh, what you going to do now kind of stuff. So I just, I'm here, you're here, we're here. All those that are tuning in, all those that wait to tune in to hear me talk the kind of ish that I talk on a Monday morning. So I hope everybody had a good weekend. I seem to always have good weekends. I mean, barring tragedies and stuff. I mean, it's a good weekend. So uh, don't forget, I've not forgotten about uh, 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 Advent. I'll get to that in a minute. Because I said I was going to read from, uh, I was going to read the Advent stuff and and i am so uh, uh today is the fourth so i'm gonna jump all the way to the four and i don't know if y'all are following along i've been reading along but i don't i'm not on air on the weekend so so i don't get to tell y'all and i don't know if i want to catch you up on the other advent i guess i could but they're long and so uh i don't know if i want to do that so but anyway I hope everybody had a good weekend. Let me let me let me let me get into Advent because I just wanna I just want everybody to you know be settled in their brain and in their spirit because this is the season of magic and miracles and mystery and uh, and and I wanna I want us to be centered centered in that while we are while we are waiting. So uh, so this is you know we started Advent. Advent actually started yesterday. It formerly in the churches, Christian churches, 
it's always that uh, first Sunday after Thanksgiving. Um, so it started yesterday, uh, but because I've been following Hannah uh, Bencher, uh, we started it, she started it on the first so that we could get all the lessons of Advent in. Um, and so this is day four for us. He's, 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 he's in the waiting. Luke 1, 5, uh, dash 7, 5 through 7. So, so the gospel of Luke begins on a stranger note than the other three gospels. It doesn't dive right into the story of Mary and Joseph as we see in Matthew. It takes you through another story first to get to the main course. It's the story of Zachariah and Elizabeth. We don't know much about these two, but we know that Zachariah was a priest in the temple of uh, Judea. And Zachariah had a wife named Elizabeth. Of this woman, we only know she was embarrassed by her lack of fertility. Modern day Elizabeth likely would have been at her at all her friends' baby showers, yet probably tired and broken down by shopping for other people's babies on Amazon and Target. I imagine she wrestled with being happy and rejoicing with others when they were getting uh, the exact thing she wanted more than anything. You see, Elizabeth isn't some distant, removed character of the Bible. She was a real woman who waited, doubted, and kept pressing even when she felt hopeless. We don't get the complete interior working of Zechariah and Elizabeth's lives together, but we do know, we do know from the text that Zechariah prayed, prayed a desperate and repetitive prayer to God. We know he must have said a hundred times before, God, we want a baby. Did you hear us? Did you forget about us? The Bible does not explicitly tell how long Zechariah and Elizabeth waited to have a child. Still, I can only imagine the aches and shaky prayers that came with so many years of asking only to hear back, not yet. I wrote this series for the first time while expecting our daughter, uh, Navali. Now, this is Hannah uh, uh, Bencher talking, not me. Uh, <laughs> the pregnancy experience made me feel closer to Mary and Elizabeth as my fingers tapped against the keys. But I could not help but think about the millions of women trying to conceive and it hasn't happened for them. I can't help but think about and remember the many of us who were waiting for something to come to fruition. But but all we ever hear, if if not perfect silence, is not yet. Friend, if you are experiencing the not yet right now, I want you to know I am with you today. I see you in that waiting room. I think it is far too easy to package up the story of Elizabeth and say, see, Elizabeth is someone who was waiting for something and then God showed up. Yes, this is all true. But anyone who has felt the waiting period knows the feeling and longings and pain of another day unfulfilled leave scars. It isn't something you get over instantly or sometimes ever. It stays with you. The waiting changes us. It turns us into different versions of ourselves. Even though the Bible makes it clear that waiting is unavoidable in an, an unavoidable part of life, um, it is still so hard to be able to say, all of this has a purpose. 
all of these unfulfilled yearnings are turning me into a steadfast person. That's not something we easily utter or can tell someone else when the waiting has taken a turn for too long. The waiting period for Zechariah and Elizabeth was, was not because they messed something up years earlier and now they were walking on a punishment of harass barrenness. No, no matter where you are today, God sees you in the waiting. He counts every prayer. He knows what your heart yearns for. And the Bible says that if you cannot specifically ask for it, God will still know your desires by the groans of your heart. That is our God. He is a God who does not dismiss us when the waiting feels endless. He is a God who does not walk out on us or use the waiting to punish us. Our God does not keep a tally of our mess-ups waiting to dole out punishments. Quite the opposite. He is near to those who are brokenhearted. He is close to those who have yet to see the promise in the land they've been trekking through for tiny eternities. He is a constant companion. They're right alongside you with this backpack, with this backpack on and, and his water bottle filled up. He does not grow weary. Instead, he leans in at the moment where the strength is gone and whispers, hey, you, lean into me. You can't walk any longer. Hop on, I carry you. There's more to the story, friend. The story doesn't end in the valley. Let's keep moving forward and see what happens next. God does not grow worry, weary. Instead, he leans in at the moment where the strength is gone and whispers, hey, you, lean into me. You can't walk any longer? Hop on, I'll carry you. So here's the prayer for you today. You can steal it. <laughs> Dear God, you see me in the waiting and count all my desperate prayers. You see horizons and new beginnings where I could only see fog and desperation. Please help me stand firm in the waiting and know that you are equipped. You have equipped me to be stronger. And on the days I cannot, please carry me. Carry me and hold me until I can run again. All right. So that's the advent. So we are in the waiting, this season of mystery, magic, and uh, uh, mystery, magic, uh, and myth and and all the things we are are waiting and uh and who knows what you're waiting for in your life i i'm i'm waiting to apply to these daggone law schools and then i have to wait for confirmation that they received my application and then i have to wait to see if they'll have me at their school of law so we're all waiting for something uh, i'm done with the days of waiting for children I have four. I've waited for four. They arrived. They're here. I'm no longer waiting. What I am waiting for them to do is get their lives together. And that's another form of waiting. When your grown children uh, have to get their lives together or when you see them make ridiculous mistakes and you're just like, I guess I have to wait for them to mature. So we're all we're all in various stages of waiting one way or the other. Some of us around children, some of us around jobs, some of us around education, some of us around 
fertility, some of us around, all kinds of things that people are, find themselves waiting for. So, so this season, we are in this season of light, mystery, magic, and all the things we, we are waiting. And, uh, and, uh, and so while we're waiting, we do not lose faith or hope and fall into this, into fog and despair that we hold tight, hold tight. <laughs> and, and just keep moving. Just keep, just keep moving, you know? So I, I offer prayers this morning uh, to the sisters and brothers in Palestine who now have to move from Southern Palestine because you know, killing of people is, ne- is, I guess, a necessary endeavor for some. And uh, it is painful to sort of, um, it is painful. It is just painful. And, uh, and I feel this way about Palestine. I feel this way about the Sudan. I feel this way about Congo. I feel this way, oh, just about wherever there is human struggle and human uh, genocide uh, happening, you know, because we 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 can't call genocide after the fact. We we've got to be able to recognize genocide while it is happening, and then call it out. That's where we are. So anyway, let me tell you about my weekend. It's always a good weekend. Always a good weekend. You know, weekends for me start like you know Thursdays, so I could tell you what I was up to by virtue of my calendar. And today's December 4th. Yesterday was my brother Robert's birthday. I don't even know how he, how old he is. If I'm 60, he's got to be, oh gosh, 50, 55, 54, 56. He'll correct me. If he's listening this morning, he'll correct me. Because he'll be like, you don't know how old I am? No, brother, I do not. I think we're seven or eight years apart. <laughs> I struggle with this all the time. <laughs> it's all right. I struggle with this all the time. I struggle with it all the time. So uh so Friday was the first. Let's see. Let me let me go back to the 30th, which was Thursday. That was the opening night of Yale Rep. And I, I was there for the salvagers which was good. I liked the production of it. I didn't care for the play, but I liked the production and the way that it was pre- presented. I didn't care for the play itself. I think because I'm old and I want to see other stories about black people. And I get it. This was a good, this was a story that had to, had to be told. And I think people enjoyed it. I, I'm just weary of these kinds of stories, you know, not because I don't think they're they're necessary. I, I'm just ready to move on from these kinds of stories. But it was a you know, it was a packed house, it was great, people loved it. It was fine. Uh Friday, I made it to the gym. I don't think I did anything Friday night. Oh God, I don't even know. Saturday, I did um I did some shopping. Well, I, you know, I always stop by possible features. So I don't I don't count that as an event. That's just like going to cheers. <laughs> Sometimes you want to go. And I changed the words to cheers. 
because I, I don't really want to go someplace where people don't know my name. I actually like going places where people know me. That's why I like my town so much. Sometimes you gotta go where everybody knows your name. Do, do, do. And they're always glad you came. See, that's that's how I sing the, the little Cheers song. I don't want to go anyplace where people don't know my name. I get that, you know. Um, So uh, let's see. Saturday, I did some shopping. And Saturday was uh, the Access to Law School end of year celebration, end of term celebration. And we they held it at Next Haven. It was fun. We had a good time. We had a really good time. Took some pictures, ate some food. You know, uh, it was it was a good Saturday. And then I had dinner. Um, some of us gathered over at the Clinards, which was lovely. Wonderful night to be in fellowship. You know, wonderful dinner, curated wine, dessert. Um, it was just such a good time. And then ending the evening sitting on the on their back deck smoking cigars and just just being with people that you love and admire and feel good with. It was nice. It was a nice gathering of folks. Um, so that was good. That was Saturday night. Yesterday it rained all day, which was fine. Um, what did I do yesterday? I know. I went to a, a um, um, broken umbrella improv workshop. You know, where they're working out the um, working out for the new production that they're doing for the next summer. And it takes a lot of energy and effort. Their process. I had no idea the depth to which they do this work. It's fascinating. I I said to them they could run any meeting I have because they get right to the heart of it. And I and they and they they've been working together for so long that the level of comfort is there and trust is there. But as someone who was coming in new, I immediately felt at home. I immediately felt as part of the team. I immediately felt one with the table. And they and they invited me to 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 such. I loved it. I mean, I just loved it. So I got there a little late because I thought I was going to go to church, Dixwood Congregation. I thought I was going to go there on Sunday. Uh, Reverend Barber, I believe, um, has uh, pledged membership to Dixwood Congregational Church, and I thought I would go and be a part of that whole whole vibe. But I ended up um, had a bit of a hangover from the night before. Uh, drinking all that wine and spirits. <laughs> so when I got up Sunday, I was like, ooh. So anyway, I, I had said to the improv, the broken umbrella folks that I was going to come late because I was going to go to church. But I didn't go to church, but I still came late because hangover. <laughs> but once I got there, it was great. And pizza and Colin and oh my God, it was just, it was just a wonderful way to spend a Sunday morning. So, uh, and they let me do some stuff with them. It was great. Uh, it was just, it was good. I, I, I'm going to go back. I think they're working on some stuff tomorrow. So I'm going to go and be in the space tomorrow. And then I went over to uh, Jacob Perdon, who lives at the Corsair. Uh, and he had a party um, for the woman who is doing uh, the piece for us uh, around the city. And uh, 
let me let me pull up her name because I want to make sure I say it right. Uh, and it was so you know the year the year of magical thinking by Joan Didion, and so we are presenting that all over the place uh, as part of how we're doing theater. And uh, it's just a, a lovely, lovely, lovely production. I see it on the ninth. I think I'm. I think I see the very last uh, production, and it's sold out. You know, so Kathleen uh, uh, Chalfont, I think that's how you say her name. But anyway, the Long Wharf Theater leadership, um, Kid Ingui, Jacob Perdon, um, hosted a, a little gathering of sorts for her. And uh, and it was really nice. And I met her, I met her husband. I met the, the beautiful stage manager, uh, brother. I met uh, a couple of folks who are, you know, part of the production so it was really nice at the Corsair. You know, the Corsair has that first floor where, you know, it's a big open space and it's like a it's like a giant living room in a mansion, except it belongs to this apartment complex. So it was really nice. I saw Paula, um, uh, who catered from uh from the from the restaurant, and it was lovely to see her. She's doing all right. Um so yeah. So that was my Sunday night. And uh, and here I am Monday morning, and so uh, I've got to uh, finish up my law school applications because we're gonna start sending them jokers off. Uh, I've just got word that a, a good friend of mine. Well, I don't I don't know if I can share her information, but I'm not gonna share who she is because I don't know how public it is. But she got into uh, law school of her choice, and I'm I couldn't be happier. So, so in this season season of uh, waiting, <laughs> I am waiting. I haven't started applying yet, but it in the next, I I suspect in the next short period of time. I mean, these applications will fly out this door before Christmas. So sometime this week, next week, they'll go out the door, and we'll just you know, we'll see where we land. We'll see. We'll see where we land, and. Uh, that's the that's the way of the world. So, um, and 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 you know, I had conversations with some of the folks who have gone, who are going to, or are connected to the schools I'm interested. And I really think there might be one or two I might drop off my list. We'll see. You know, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, so it's exciting. It's all way too exciting. It's all too much excitement. So let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, uh, let me pull up, see what's happening in the world. And uh, let me see what's happening in the world. And uh, besides, you know, d death and destruction. <laughs> you know, I'm going to, um, I'm gonna uh, uh see what's going on, and I've got to get I've got to get Christmas cards done. I've got uh the world me needs more love letters. I'm waiting for the instructions for that to create. Uh, I want to do a group event for uh creating love letters. So uh so we we I got some stuff cooking, which I don't need to be cooking a damn thing, but you know, we're gonna do. Um. Uh, I bought my 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 plane ticket for uh 
Dakar. So that's, I'm ready. Uh, I brought my, my flight Saturday and uh, it was good. I'm excited. And, and I upgraded. So I'm in a premium seat. Uh, and if I get a little more money somehow, some way, I might upgrade all the way to uh, to to the, I'm going on Delta. So they don't call it first class, they call it Delta One. So they have Delta One and then they have uh, premium. And then, um, so premium and first class are the same. Um, premium is, I guess what is, what used to be business class on this particular plane. So, so I'm looking forward to, to it. Uh, but let me tell you something. If I get a little more money and, and by a little bit more money, I mean like $800. If I get $800, I'm so upgrading to Delta one because I've already bought the ticket. So that, so that hit is already taken. So if I come up with another $800, which I might, I'm going to uh, upgrade all the way to Delta one round trip. <laughs> Because I feel like if I'm going to go, if I'm going there, I might as well just go like a baller. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, I listen, I figure it out. Uh, I, I feel very abundant. I, I did the cinnamon uh, spell on the first day of December. Blew some cinnamon and some salt into the house with intention and prayer. I did it in November and I could not believe the change in the atmosphere. And so I did it for December and I still feel very uh, abundant. I feel very, uh, I don't know. It just feels good. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So, so yeah. So, so the cinnamon spell is going to be part of my, my, my spiritual ritual. I'm going to do it. You have to do it on the first of every month. Uh, and, you know, you just take a little cinnamon in your hand. You be intentional because cinnamon is has great properties. And you put a little salt to sort of protect whatever the spell, you know. And the spell really is the prayer. You know, before people get all, oh, my God, she's practicing witchcraft. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all, everybody practices witchcraft. What's wrong with y'all? You know, people are so ignorant and crazy and delusional and just, and just don't spend the time to read or think about anything. Do you know what spelling is? Do you know what spelling is? Spelling is casting spells. You know, you know why? Because spell is the root word of spelling. And you know how you spell? You know, when you put word letters together to form words, that's called spelling. We all spell. <laughs> Let's think about that. We all spell. <laughs> We're all weaving spelling. So anyway, uh, so before people stop me on the street and ask me, am I into witchcraft or whatever? I'm into bitchcraft. How about that? <laughs> I'm not trying to be pokey, but you know, people just, I just want to head people off before they come at me with foolishness. Let me head you off at the pass. No, I'm not a witch. Although, depending on who you talk to, <laughs> there might be some truth. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, that's good. I, I got to get to the gym. I go to the gym three times a week. I'm weight training because I want to get strong and, uh, or stronger. Uh, and it's been nice. Like my arms don't hurt. Like I don't feel, I don't have that feeling of burn. 
the first day, the first two days. Ooh. But by the third day, I was like, all right. So, you know, Friday. So I'm back to Monday, Wednesday, Friday, hour in the like hour, 15 minutes or so um, weight training. Uh, and I like it, you know, it's hard, but I like it. So, so when I get off air, I run over there and then I got to come back here because there's things that I need to do. I got to work on some stuff. I'll get that done. Bulk trash is happening this week. I'm so excited. And, uh, I am, uh, I am, uh, I am just delighted. Uh, I see the AKAs have um, had some membership intake and uh, they have taken in um, uh, some new, some new sorors for their, uh, for their, uh, for their, their sorority. And uh, I couldn't be delighted. And I, I see um, uh, Stephanie Cross Willis is a new AKA. I, I know damn well she is not listening out. Near word I say, and nobody in that camp is. But congratulations. She is a member of uh, the Alpha Kappa Alpha, I think the Theta Epsilon Omega chapter. So for fall 23, congratulations. Just delighted by that. I'm always delighted that, that Black women are so committed. We are so committed to our clubs, women's auxiliaries, sororities. Like that really is, uh, I, I just love when black women are committed to these organizations like that, you know? And, and even though I complain, I, I love being a Delta. I have always loved being a Delta since fall 82. And before fall 82, when I first saw them stomp the yard and saw the work that they were doing in the community, I knew I wanted to be in that number and i am so uh so high five to uh to women who who uh devote themselves and commit themselves to women's organizations uh, because women organizations are really the are the backbone of what happens in the in this country and in the world and women's organizations are what uh make things happen in community you know and they do do amazing work and you know you have to be up for the commitment uh, to work in community with women, with black women. Um, I, and, and for some people, it might feel unnecessary or whatever, but I'm gonna tell you something. There's nothing better than to be in community with black women doing work of community for community, with community and through community. Um, so that's, I, so I have a fondness for it. I have a, a real, a real, real love um, when I see women um, dedicate their lives uh, to sororities and, women's groups and, you know, whether, whatever, whatever it is, you know, whatever the women's black women's organization it is. And there, and there's a handful of them out there uh, that are doing that are a hundred years, you know, anywhere from 20 to a hundred years old, over a hundred years old and still kicking strong and still bringing people uh, to the table. So, I mean, it's, it's amazing the work and the stuff that we do are able to do. It just, it's just uh it's just amazing and incredible to me that we do this work. So, so anyway, uh, I just wanted to say that. So high five, Stephanie. I can't wait to see her, you know, and like give her a high five, you know, and like go girl. And her husband is a is an Omega man, you know. So, and I see her on the vineyard. They go to the vineyard every year, just like most of us. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a 
quite meaningful. Quite, quite meaningful. And you know, and these are the kinds of things that don't get in the news, right? Like this is this is the level of blackness that does not get in the news. That that white folks don't concern themselves with. Black folks neither. Black folks too. They don't know. And and that's on us too. We can. So uh well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit better job of uh, you know. Put that out there. And and it starts with me just saying it. <laughs> high five. High five uh, to the women of Africa Kappa Alpha here in, in uh, New Haven. Uh, new members. Uh, and they just look bright and shiny and they're smiling. and So, you know, it's nice. It's nice to see that. Some good news. Some good, good news. You know. They took in uh, 11 new sisters and they just look beautiful. So, hey, hey, hooray, hooray. Happy birthday, Sinead Drawn. Happy birthday, Tamika Petaway. Happy birthday, uh, Jackson Bracey. Happy birthday, Richard Dix and Ginger Ormond. Happy birthday. Ah, oh, it's so nice to, to wish my friends a uh, happy birthday particularly my friends who we were all bloggers together and uh and to see them uh be celebrating uh their birthdays do you know what i mean like it's good to see them and uh and and that's probably one of the, one of the things that i like about um social media that they will remind you of people's birthdays cuz i think that's important I mean, I can't hold everybody's birthdays in my head, right? Like, I can't, you know, I do good just to remember my children's birthday um, and my sister's and brother's birthdays. <laughs> um, but that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Uh, oh, and and they had pizza on Sunday at uh, at the at the uh, Broken Umbrella, and they got me dairy free pizza. Let me tell you, this pizza was good. I think it was from Sally's, and uh, it was a sauce with bacon and onion, with no cheese and 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 garlic. Oh, that pizza was so so good. It was ridiculous how good that pizza was. And a cold beer, like a cold beer. Yum. You know, I, I, I'm a girl for pleasure. I really, I really am a girl for pleasure. I, I like to indulge all the senses, you know, and, uh, and I do. So that pizza was yummy. And, you know, they were talking about how often people eat pizza. And we talk about the history of pizza and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I don't I don't eat pizza uh, every day like some people do. Uh, I do eat pizza now that it's so much easier for me to get it, you know. Uh, so it's been nice to, to, to be able to have pizza. Just saying been nice to have pizza um 
because I know I have a severe dairy allergy and it's a pain in the butt. Because uh, uh, cheese. But now, uh, places know how to make vegan pizza, dairy-free pizza, uh, and it's quite delicious. So, so I'm 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 quite I'm quite pleased uh, by that. Oh, it's very nice. How nice, how nice, how nice. So, uh, so it's better than it was because, you know, when I first got diagnosed, there was, I, there was not much that I could do, you know, not, not much. Um, not much, but now <laughs> you could get, you get vegan frozen pizza. When I was newly diagnosed, uh, you could only get uh, uh, tofu, tofuti. Tofuti was the only brand making vegan pizza, vegan vegan cheese pizza, and that was. I mean, it was good, but you know they you could never ever find it. It was always, you know. It was always uh, uh, out of the way, you know. But now going going mainstream stores and find vegan all kinds of stuff: vegan sour cream, vegan yogurt, uh, all kinds of uh, plant milk, plant based milks, yogurts, cheeses, sauces. Uh, oh my God! It is a whole new day out there. Frozen meals, whole meals that are vegan and 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 international. Like you could get vegan Indian food, you could get vegan Mexican food, you could get vegan Italian food, you could get uh vegan soul food. Like it's just it's incredible. Um and, and to be able to see it in my lifetime, you know, because when I was newly diagnosed, man, you had you had god awful soy milk and bricks of tofu to do something with. <laughs> and, you know, you get these, you get cookbooks that tell you how to make tofu into cheesecake and how to make tofu into cheese. I mean, it was just now. Oh gosh, that stuff rivals anything. You go in there and if you're not careful, you'll pick up plant, plant stuff and swear to God, it's like, this isn't real. I mean, not you know, not real in the sense that it's dairy, you know. And 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 to show people that you know what, you don't have to use cow's milk or goat's milk for stuff. You don't have to use butter. There's there's plant based butter, which is probably better for your daggone cholesterol and 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 anything else that ails you. Just FYI, people, give it a shot. And you know, here's the thing with people. This is the craziest, craziest thing when people get like this. Ew, I don't want vegan stuff. It's just plants. But you have no problems eating dead animals that you don't know what they did to or whatever, whatever. They're not nice to these animals when they kill them. They kill these animals under a great deal of stress and duress, which translate into the kind of meat that you get. You know, this is not like, you know, back in the day when you everybody had a farm or or, you know, they could butcher their own livestock. 
No, this is man. This is assembly line killing of animals. And and I this is listen. You could take a moral stand on this or not. It doesn't matter. Um, you could take an environmental stand on this. Okay, whatever. I I don't I don't take either one of those. I have a severe allergy, so it affects what I eat. That's it. I I just had a piece of steak at Susan Clinton's house the other night for dinner. It was good as hell. And so much I had I brought the piece that I didn't finish home and had it last night for dinner. It was good as hell. Now, will I go buy steak and keep them in the freezer? No, I'm not going to do that. One, because I'm a single woman. Two, because I eat out a lot. Three, I'm not I'm not doing that kind of cooking. <laughs> so I don't I don't have a, a so for me it's not moral. I, I mean I could make it moral. And for me, it's not environmental. I could make it environmental. I could. So I, I say all that to say, I don't I don't say these things because I, I don't have no standing. I could stand on any of those things. But for me, it really is about, I just can't have milk. It, it's dangerous. <laughs> and milk, butter, cream, cheese, whey, lactic acid. I can't have pepperoni because of the lactic acid in the pepperoni. You know, but I can eat. I could eat other meat. I could eat salami and ham. I just can't eat pepperoni because of the lactic acid. And you just learn these things as you go around, as you go along. You know, I don't know why salami doesn't have lactic acid, but pepperoni does. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'll only tell you what I know. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. I do not know. So, but yeah. So, so, so I say, I, I, I invite people to like, just give things a try, add new things to your, to your, uh, to your, to your repertoire, your food repertoire, add some new stuff, try things, you know, don't go, ew, ew, like just try, it's not made out of poison, it's made out of just plants, you know, they're making cheeses, making cheeses out of nuts, they're making, they're making pastas out of beans, they're making, you know, um, um, so so give it a shot before you shoot it down. You never know. I'm I'm adventuresome with food like that, though. I've always been, but I'm I'm I like adventure in all my senses. Now, no, I'm not I'm not eating chitlins. I'm not that kind of black. <laughs> I'm not eating chitlins. I'm not that kind of black. I'm not I'm not I'm not that kind of black. Uh, but every now and again. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I'll eat pork ribs every now and again, not often. Um, and I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a thing against pork because I, I like bacon, but I don't buy bacon because I'm not cooking bacon. But if I'm out somewhere, I'll eat bacon. See what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm like that. Harry said, give me a stressed out cow anytime. I don't want to eat a relaxed piece of tofu. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that is too funny that is funny oh no I didn't no. oh good morning somebody sent me a gift uh, no I didn't get them no, I haven't received them I can't wait to see what they are Pens for law school? 
Oh, let me let me tell you something. If I get into law school, I, I'm gonna give me a whole book bag. I'm gonna find me the fanciest book bag that I could possibly get for myself. I'm gonna get me a fancy book bag. I'm gonna get me some fancy pens. <laughs> I was gonna be a fool. And and then I'm like, my first day of law school, I would be so happy. <laughs> I'm already happy. I'll be happier. Happiest? I don't know. We'll see how it goes. So uh, I'll do my best. I'll do my level best. Do my level best. So yeah, Harry, stop eating all that damn cow. <laughs> no, we, I was talking with some people. Where was I over the weekend? We were talking about what like I don't eat chitlins I'm not that kind of black but they was talking about people eat chicken feet how you know you boil them they get soft I can't eat chicken feet I can't eat feet no kind of way <laughs> pig feet I remember when I was a kid you know I used to go to the corner store and there'd be pig feet in a jar you ever see that and they'd be soaking in that vinegar so I remember I bought me you could get you could get a pig foot for like a quarter or something and you just suck on it I didn't eat the meat because I didn't like that slimy but I liked the vinegary part of it that was the first and last time I ever ate pig feet. I was like, yeah, yeah pickle pig feet, Harry. You go in the bodegas or the little corner stores and they'd be in the jar, big ass jar. It'd be like 50 cents. You know, next to the pickles. <laughs> That's some black mess. That's so... <laughs> You're right, Harry. It is. <laughs> well, I, 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 I had never had the experience. I remember I plopped my quarter and I got my pig feet. They wrap it up in that little plastic. And I just could not abide it. I was just like sucking on it. It was, it was tasty, but I didn't eat it. Cause I was like, eh! <laughs> that was the first and only time I had pig feet. I was like, oh my God, I can't even, I can't. <laughs> I don't eat pigtails. I don't eat chitlins. I don't eat, the only thing pork that I eat is bacon and chopped barbecue. That is it. I don't mess with pig ears. I don't do any of that. None of it. Chop barbecue occasionally. And bake it. That's it. The rest of the rest of the pig is off limits for me. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so that's, that's, that's where I'm at. I don't, I don't, uh, and I, I like beef ribs. I, you know what, you know what I miss? I used to have a, um, uh, uh, you know, pressure cooker. Uh, and, uh, I don't know what happened to my pressure. I think I dropped it and it broke because I had to get rid of it. And I never got another one, but you know, you get a pressure cooker, you could cook food so quickly. I used to, I used to make beef ribs. I used to make them for my husband because he wouldn't, he didn't eat pork because he's Muslim. Uh, and I would make, uh, I would make uh, beef ribs in the pressure cooker. And you know, you would, you would make beef ribs in the pressure cooker in 15 minutes. You know, you put all the ingredients in, tighten the hatch, poof, 15 minutes. You, it was like you cooked them ribs all damn day. I remember my brother Robert was like, "Oh, you can't, you can't make ribs that fast." Hmm. I said, "Robert, here, have a plate, baby." And uh, he was like, "Are you kidding me?" I was like, "Robert's a pressure cooker." <laughs> now people are afraid of pressure cookers, but they've come a long way. It's like they're not exploding on you. So you know, 
uh, I think they call them now um, hot pots or whatever they call them. But I, I like a pressure cooker. Uh, uh, and I don't know if I'll ever get one again because I'm just a single person now. So I don't I do not do all that cooking like that. So uh, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to go get dressed for gym clothes uh, because as soon as I get off air, I got to go run to the gym. Uh, so I'm going to go put on my workout clothes while I take this little bit of break, get a little water, maybe uh, rock some coffee. And uh, I'll be back. Y'all come on back now. You're here. There are toys for girls and boys. Silver bells make merry noise. Yet you should remember from the start. Christmas is a feeling in your heart. Holly wreaths and mistletoe, carols while the candles glow. These are not the most important part. Hi, this is Babs Rawls Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM. Streaming live at If your home was built before 1978, your paint or even the soil around your home could contain lead. Lead paint can harm young children, affecting their kidneys and brain, slowing a child's growth and making learning difficult. But lead poisoning is 100% preventable. We have funding to keep you and your family safe. To learn more about our program, visit nhvhealth.org. Together, New Haven, we can get the lead out. Christmas brings Brush your heart like angels' wings Christmas Day will soon be gone Yet the joy will linger on If you'll only learn to do your part Let Christmas be a Side is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought me some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low. Let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight. How I'll hate going out in the storm But if you really hold me tight All the way home I'll be warm And the fire is slowly dying And my dear, we're still goodbye But as long as you'd love me so Let it snow, let it snow and snow
When we finally kiss goodnight How I'll hate going out in the storm But if you really grab me tight All the way home I'll be warm Oh, the fire is slowly dying And my dear, we're still goodbye But as long as you love me so Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow Merry Christmas to you Bon Natale to everyone Happy New Year and lots of fun Bon Natale May all your wishes come true Bon Natale in Italy Means a Merry Christmas to you Far away across the sea In sunny Italy There's a quaint little town Not a clock has been wound For over a century They don't know the time or year And no one seems to care And this is the reason The Christmas season is celebrated all year Oh, Bon Natale A Merry Christmas to you Bon Natale to everyone
you know it's your favorite. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Oh. <laughs> I, I was born near Christmas, so it's my favorite. I think it runs through my veins. Anything Christmas makes me happy. And people's hearts are open. I hear the drummer boys drumming, drumming, drumming. I hear the reindeer come, come, come in now. I hear the twinkly bird time, humming. And there's a choir full of angels singing, fa la 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 la, la la la, la 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 la. Oh la. So this is Christmas. Without you. Another year over And a new one's begun So this is Christmas I hope you have fun The near and the dear ones The old and the young Have a It's a good world without any fear. So this is Christmas for weak or for strong. The rich and the poor ones. The road is so long. So this is Christmas. For black or for white For yellow and red ones Let's stop all the fighting Have a merry, merry Christmas And a happy new year Let's hope it's a good one Without it Christmas. Welcome back to the second hour of Love Babs Love Talk. It is Monday in the Elm and it looks pretty damn bright outside. And I want to say, I, I want to say the weather might be nice. I think it's supposed to get cold during the middle of the week, but it's 47 right now. The high will be about 50. The sun will set at about 422. And uh, that's where we are. And it'll be dry. It'll dry. So let me see. Uh, I think the next time it rains will be Sunday. But the temperature is looking pretty, pretty warm. I think Wednesday, Thursday, it'll be, you know, the the, the highs won't be out, out of the, the uh, low 30s. But eh, 
as far as uh you know fall goes, it's been pretty pretty mild. I'm not complaining. Not complaining one bit. Just saying. I made myself a cup of coffee and uh I found uh my friend Jackie Buster turned me on to uh this adaptogen plant cream creamery creamer. Now I I tend to like my coffee blackity black 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 like I like my community and my people. But um I was at her house uh a few weeks a couple of nights ago and she made some good ass coffee and she put she gave this creamer and it's an adaptogen. And you know, adaptogen just calms calms your body, calms down the inflammation in your body. And I've been enjoying this. It's called layered A L A I R D. I got it at a Whole Foods. I got the vanilla. Uh, and it was so, it's so good. So, so what I've been doing with my coffee is putting a little bit of that creamer in because it's an adaptogen, you know, adaptogens like mushrooms and all that kind of stuff. It's, but it's tasty. And then I put a hint of MCT oil in, cause you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do all the things to stave off Alzheimer's. That's what I'm trying to do. And dementia. So that's, that's really, you know. I'm really trying to cool, cool those fires. Um, and, and weight training is, 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 is a part of that, you know, and because, you know, I, I, all, all studies, are, they call Alzheimer's and dementia diabetes three. And, uh, and because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm out of the diabetes world at the moment, but I take medicine that keeps me out of being a diabetic, having diabetes. My A1C is 5.4. Uh, my my blood sugar levels are like 117, somewhere around there. You know, I, I want to get it to like 1, 1, 1, 110, 111. You know, I want to get it low, low, low. So, so you know, these are the things you got to do when you age, you know, because I don't want to be like achy and like, I can't do it. I sit on the couch and do it. Uh-uh, I want to, I want to be vibrant into my old age and I want to find mine like I want my mind to stay sharp so I got to get the body tight you know I just got to get the body so today I start back cardio so I don't know what I'm doing I'm gonna, if I'm gonna ride the bike if I'm gonna get on the treadmill we'll see how I feel you know I actually like riding the bike you know I have a bike in my house that I've not been on and God, it holds all my clothes. <laughs> so I, I I need to get on it. I get on it. I get on it. I need to get on it. I need to get on it. I need to get on it. And I and I think I am. I think I am. I think I am gonna get on it. So not for not for a long time. You gotta work up to it. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta work up to it, and uh, you know, I'll try to, I'll try to do ten, fifteen minutes without, without dying. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I'm an athlete. I was an athlete. You know, the body has memory. I said this before. The body has memory. So once I start doing it, it'll be like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We know what this is. Oh, sweat. We got you. And I also have to uh, think about a um a caroling schedule 
because you know we caroled last year we got good press about it people were excited here it is december so i was like okay what days can we carol oh my god so i'm just gonna pick some dates like one 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 date i'm gonna try to do it over two weeks let's see who wants to do caroling and i think we're gonna i think i'm gonna try to do caroling in new haven and then we're gonna try to do caroling who wants to carol so and uh sign up <laughs> i think we're gonna i think we could carol in uh in the hill we could carol fit one night in the hill one night in, like i like to hit all the neighborhoods one night i think i i think i want to do that let's do that i'm gonna figure that out i got my uh message about the world the more love letters so I got to look at that because I got to figure out a day when I'm going to do that. Uh, I got a lot of stuff to do. I got work to do. I got work, baby. I got a job, baby. Because God knows. This is a lot going on. And, you know, holiday parties are upon us. I'm looking at all the invitations. There's stuff that I have to respond to. And then people are, then people are, you know, on my LinkedIn, which I never check. Ugh, my LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, oh, the LinkedIn, the LinkedIn. So I had to, I got to check my LinkedIn. People are sending me messages. I'm like, y'all know how to find me. Why are you? But I'm not going to complain because it's LinkedIn and. I have a LinkedIn page. So if people are using it, all right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Oof. That's some good coffee. And you know, coffee is good before you work out. And I don't, you know, I don't put sugar or any of that foolishness. And up until I discovered this adaptogen creamer. I wasn't even putting creamer in it, but I like this adaptogen creamer. I like I like that it works on the brain, so I'm I'm gonna go with it. You know, so if that's what it is, then that's what we're doing. <laughs> Ain't no shame in the game. I'm gonna do it until I get confirmation that that mess don't work. But so far, I don't even know what this is. See, I have to get out of this and go. Uh, I got to go do this. You know, I'm trying to do all these things. And, uh, you know, trying to do, trying to throw all the balls in the air, make sure they don't hit you in the head. That kind of life, you know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be that person. I need some socks. And you know what else I need to do? I uh I need to uh pull out all my workout clothes. I don't understand why I don't um 
I don't have them accessible. I've been at this, this is week two of working out. Uh, so I've got to, uh, I've got to um, be accessible. I got to have them accessible and I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm getting off to a bad start, bad habits. So I've been washing my same workout clothes and wearing them, like literally washing them because I have not, and I have a whole box of workout clothes. I just got to pull them out. I got so many organizational things. <laughs> I have so many organizational things that I have to do. Uh, okay, I'm not looking for a job. People are like, you looking for a job? No, I'm not. Why am I in this conversation? Oh, that's why I'm getting all these messages. Oh, okay. All right. I was like, why am I getting all these messages? People are just talking to me. You know, I don't... Um... Oh, people, people, yay. Nice. I need to, uh, I need to probably come over to my LinkedIn page a little more often and, and deal with it. Oh, it's just one of these things, you know, it's like one of these things just like just one more step I got to deal with. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. And people love LinkedIn. I've never really taken to it. And, uh, oh, when did, when did this happen? Two, oh, September. I've seen this. Okay. All right. See, some of these are old, right? And I didn't respond to people. But people, but the things that people are asking me to do, I've already responded to. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I'm telling people, because people are like, hey, uh, Yes, I will do that. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm I I'm not looking for a a job. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not looking for a job, but uh, I will certainly pass this on. You know. Oh, no, I can't even respond to that because this is so old. All right, I'll leave that alone. I know people are just like, where are you? Like September. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do LinkedIn. I, it's not that I don't like to say that. I just don't check it like other people check it. I guess I should get into the habit of checking it. I need to update it too because it just looks, uh, just looks terrible. You know? I mean, people were wishing me happy birthday. I was like, whew. I was like, yeah, thanks. And I've seen, I've seen Lois. Lois, I, you know, I've seen you in the... So I was wondering, you know what? People might be like, I said happy birthday to you. You didn't say a damn thing. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> like, don't mind me. I'm the, I'm like the worst. <laughs> Ooh. All right.
have to come back over here and uh and uh clean this up. That's what I'll do. I'll just come in and uh, uh oh I know who that is. I know who that is. I know who that is. I'll accept people uh on um uh my LinkedIn that I won't accept on my um that I won't accept in my Facebook. Cause I feel like this is work kind of stuff. So I'll I'll do that. You know. I don't got no problems with that. Oh, when was this? Oh Lord. <laughs> uh I think I already talked to her. Yeah. Maybe not. Oh. oh yeah yeah i already had her on that was nice so paul the uh older person that you gave me the information for he has covid so he's not well so i'm gonna get back to him he told me to get back and uh i said i would so So I'll send them some dates. And uh, let me get out of this. I wonder if there's a way to, uh, you know, clean this up and act like I, I've seen all these posts. <laughs> I was like, oh. I know people were like salty. Be like, I've been talking to you. What is happening? Like, oh. uh, I don't know. Anyway, it's Christmas. Christmas time is here. Uh, let's see. I got to get on the, when I get back from the gym, I got to get on this Christmas carol. And I'm going to do a real hard push because I want lots of voices. And you don't have to be a good singer. Like, I don't want people to feel like they have to be a good singer. Because I suck. And I'm still doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's get out of the habit of perfection. Let's move toward, let's just do it. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I mean, few people are Whitney Houston. No one is Whitney Houston, but Whitney Houston. No one is Barbara Streisand, but Barbara Streisand. We're not going for that level of performance. We, what we're going to do is get some voices together on the street corner. And just like, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. See, that's it. <laughs> that's it. No auto tune. No, you know, nothing. Just, just voices, human voices lifting up in song because it's the holidays. So we'll find some days. I'll, I'll, I just, oh gosh, did I just splash my, I just splashed my, and he, he, oops sorry i i i hit my uh keyboard with coffee and you know how temperamental my stuff is this mess will short out in a minute <laughs> like i just muted myself <laughs> Then I just like wet up something. 
Oh, I've got bills to pay. I got work to do. So, so yeah. So I will post up on Facebook uh, a schedule for uh, caroling. Because, you know, we got to ho, ho, ho it. <laughs> really? Oh, God, I done spilt it all over myself. I don't know what is happening. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I just tapped it and it just like popped up. And, and it's like not that much coffee in this cup. So it must have hit a bubble and a bubble must have said poof. Yeah, that's all right. And uh, so, yeah, so I will put up a calendar for that and everybody could come and sing. And then I'll look for other opportunities for people to uh, to do stuff. Because I, I really want people to be singing. It's, this is such a wonderful, such a wonderful time of the year. And the weather is cooperating and, you know, I don't feel, uh, it's not terribly cold. You know, uh, so we, we could do this, people. We could absolutely do this and uh, have a good time doing it. So that's what I want to see. That's what I want to do. And uh, I, I probably need to do some shopping. I have not been to Target. I remember I used to be in Target all the time when I had little kids. Now I'm like, eh. So I'll make my way. Uh, somewhere and I don't really I don't really have that much to to buy and do anything just for my girlfriends you know what I want to do for them and uh you know stuff that I want to get them and by stuff I mean you know not a not a whole lot just easy peasy lemon squeezy kind of stuff um and uh get my Christmas cards right that's what I'm gonna do today when I get back, after I finish after I finish this and do some inner city work. Uh, I had to just track down all my my Christmas cards. I've got to track down. There's some other things that I need to track down, um, but I feel like I'm energized to do it, and I want to get it done before the week's end because I've got commitments and I want to honor them and uh, and just be about it. So so yeah, so I'm gonna put myself in a good space. Uh, to do all the things that I need to do and uh, you know do all the things and I believe Hanukkah is uh, when is Hanukkah Hanukkah is coming isn't it is it the end of the week yes Hanukkah begins on Friday all right I gotta get my Hanukkah cards in the mail <laughs> I don't want to I mean, I send I send my Jewish friends Hanukkah cards, and I also send them Christmas cards. And if I miss Christmas, sometimes I just send Kwanzaa card, right? Because, uh, you know, you just you just you just you just try to cover all your bases. Plus, I always feel like when you send a card to people, it's just like a little hug, right? That's how I treat it. You know, you just treat it like a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a hug. Uh, because you just want them to know that you're thinking about them, uh, you know. And uh, and I got that from my grandmother because my grandmother was such a she was such a writer of people, right? Right. She was such a writer to her friends and family all over the place, you know. 
And uh, I just, I just love that. I just, I just love that. I just love that. And, uh, and so I, that's a habit that I just sort of kept in my, in my, my life. What's wrong with this thing? You know, uh, I don't know why it, don't, it won't let me do what I need to do. You know, the world can be just so annoying. You know, it can be just so, so annoying. Uh, I'm trying to log into something that won't let me log in. And uh, it's annoying. <laughs> it's a, it's annoying. So, you know, as I said last week, you know, when uh, um, um, First Lady Rosalind Carter died and then Henry Kissinger died, and then uh, Sandra Day O'Connor died because you know, and and when you know, if you don't know black folks, you know what we always say: death comes in threes. You know, like sim similar, like people who are similar in in it close, right? So it would be Rosalind Carter, Henry Kissinger, and uh, uh, Justice O'Day O'Connor, uh, and uh, uh, and she just she just passed away, so. That's that's some heavy hitters right there, all all ascending to the heavens around the same time. That's got to be some heady conversation up in there. <laughs> who all up there? <laughs> who all who all up there? Who all up there? You know how we do. Who all up there before I before I step into the space? You know, before I step in. And uh that's it. Who all in there? And so uh, I was reading some of the con comments about Henry Kissinger. Because, um, you know, people feel some kind of way. I mean, listen. I I, I think, I think, uh, I mean, I think he was the last of the red hot diplomats. I mean, I was watching his conversation with Ted Koppel because I guess him and Ted Koppel became good friends. And Ted Koppel asked him, did he feel some kind of moral, whatever, whatever, about all the stuff that he was involved in? And he was like, no, I couldn't go to bed at night. I'm fine. He's like, and he he didn't say that. He, what he said was, he was kind of saying like, certain situations call for certain decisions. That's just what it is. And uh, I was just like, whoa, right? Like, that's a pretty, uh, I've never heard anybody sort of say that. He didn't go on and on and on and on about, uh, you know, he didn't go on and on and on about uh, uh, something. He just was like, this is what it is. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna deal with it. And I was just like, whoa, you know. I was just like, whoa, what is wrong with this thing? Uh, that's not what I want to do. Uh, I'm going to go back to this. So, so anyway, you know, I, I, this is what I know. That history will, 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 will be kind to you or not be kind to you. 
but history will will record uh uh what what goes on and some of it'll be good and some of it won't be good and uh you know these guys these guys made made uh made commitments and uh made commitments and they're making commitments and you know, when I look at these cats who are running for office now and looking at the state of the world, I was like, y'all better take a page and be like, listen, let me make sure I'm on the right side of history for this kind of thing. You know, let me, let me make sure. Cause that's wild. Just, just wild. So anyway, I just, I just think about that a little bit uh, as I just watch these cast of characters and the, and the state of the world, you know, and I don't, I don't know who the players are who could help calm the world. You know, I don't, I don't know who, I don't know who those, those players are, uh, who, who has the, the effect to help calm the world, you know, who has a presence, you know, you know, gone are the days of a Kofi Annan and, you know, Reverend Jesse Jackson and and others who could be in the world and 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 plainly have conversations with with folks and just like try to get to resolution. I don't I don't know who's on the team now, you know. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know if we if we want to know who the players are intimately, uh, as long as the results are peace in the world. I don't I don't know what to I don't know what to think about you know, who, what the leadership looks like, you know, um, I, I just don't know. And, uh, I feel like the more we know, the more we don't know. Um, I think people's, people have real anxiety about what's going on in the world. And, uh, and I, and I think people have to push back and have some balance about, um, the news and, you know, everybody wants to be sympathetic to everything. And I get that. And we should, we have the capacity to do a great many things all at once. Um, you know, but it's just a, I, you know, when I, I used to love to turn on the news in the morning for the day. And I find myself turning the TV on later and later in the morning because the news is so dismal. And I don't want to be one of these people who does not know what's going on in the world. Um, but at the same time, it just seems to be uh, a harshness that I just don't want to prepare my day like that, you know. So so maybe I don't watch news in the morning. Maybe I start my day with something else, you know. Uh, maybe I don't start with... Uh, you know, with that kind of stuff. Um, I started another way. And uh and for me, that's uh that seems to be that seems to be in my best interest. Do you know what I mean? Like that seems to be my in my best interest. I don't know what other people do. I don't know how I don't know how teachers talk about this in their schools. I don't know how um, parents talk about this in, in in at home. 
you know, I don't know. And and by this, I mean everything, <laughs> like everything that's going on in the world. How do people, how do people talk about it? How do you, how do you, how do you reconcile this information? You know, how do you, how do you do it? You know, and listen, I, listen, this, this moment is not the hardest moment that people have faced. We, we, we faced war and all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. Um, so I just, I'm just thinking about that. I'm just thinking about that in real, real ways. What that looks like, how that can be, uh, you know, you know, what that looks like. Um, I, I don't even know. Have we ever had a moment in the world where there's been peace, total peace, just like, is you know, everywhere all at once? <laughs> have we, has that ever happened? I, has any, can anybody answer that? Like, have, has there ever been a moment on this planet where we've all, I guess maybe before humans showed up, <laughs> I would imagine before humans showed up uh, that we were, uh, that the world was at peace for a few minutes, you know, barring the beefs that dinosaurs had, right? But even before dinosaurs, was it, was it peaceful? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So that's something to think about. Seriously, something to think about. Uh, something to think about for real. But I wonder if we could uh, uh, get to that that place, and how what would that look like if we all could collectively just stopped shooting, firing at people, throwing bombs talking smack, hitting people, raping people. Like if we if we had if we could just stop all that kind of stuff in the world, what would the world do? Like how how could we get there? How do we how do we have that campaign? Like just have a moment of peace. Like and everybody's got to buy into it, right? You know, like everybody. Like <laughs> serial killers, child molesters, <laughs> bankers, lawyers, teachers, Surgeons, just what would it what would it be like if the world was just a moment of peace, where where no bad stuff was happening, you know, no bad stuff was happening. That's what that's what I wanna. That's what I wanna I wanna see. I gotta tell you, Buzz, you're you're hilarious sometimes. Why? This utopian dream that you have that'll never come to fruition. I, I, I don't believe that, Harry. Babs, you just said <laughs> pedophiles have to buy in. <laughs> Everybody's gotta buy in. Rapists have, have to buy in. Everybody's gotta buy in, Harry. Babs. Murderers, bangers, everybody's gotta buy in. It's not realistic. I know, but it's a hope though, right? Like no. I, I it's not. It's like it's all right to dream it. It's not impossible. We just have to say, let's do it. Yeah, that that's what. Right now, that's what a uh, pedophile is thinking 
as he's, you know, searching, searching the web for child porn, he's thinking to himself, if somebody would just tell me to stop. You'd be surprised. <laughs> Come on, man. You'd be surprised, <laughs> Harry. You'd be uh, surprised. I, I, you know, I told you, uh, the biggest problem on this earth is us. I agree. And, <laughs> and oh, by the way, I was this this weekend, and of course we got to go, but this weekend I saw that um, stars are just disappearing from the sky and taking oh, their Lord. planets with them. <laughs> so when is it our turn, right? All right, Harry, we're going to talk about this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> So stars just disappearing from the sky, which means okay. every we, we, star has a group of planets along with it. So we're gonna have to talk about this tomorrow. Pretty, pretty insane. We're gonna start tomorrow. After I finish Advent, we're gonna talk about the stars are disappearing. That's freakish. Like it I is. would be worried about that. It is. Where's Neil deGrasse Tyson when I need him? I need to talk well, about this. You know, and they're trying to fit now with the James Webb telescope, whether they can they can see beyond literally they could see to the Big Bang and, and beyond, right? So um I like they're it. trying to find what's going on and they find you know remnants of the stars, stardust. And stuff, right? So they're wondering a lot of you know, because usually a star blows up, it becomes a supernova, and then sometimes it becomes a black hole. So, but some of them are just disappearing without the supernova. So mm. it's crazy. I get it. But but it's that's pretty interesting stuff. And end of the world. You see, that's more realistic, Babs, than peace than a serial <laughs> than a serial killer going. If somebody would just tell me to stop. <laughs> but that might be at the heart of it, Harry. Seriously. That might just be that might be the answer if somebody just tells them to stop. What if what if what if no one has ever said to them, don't do that? <laughs> don't I do don't know. that. But um I'm gonna play Ma Miles Sir to Sir. I don't know. This yeah. is a Hanukkah song, so you know, just oh, to okay. Get well, Hanukkah's at the end of the week, so let's let's get into it. You know, they, I don't think they have any snappy Hanukkah songs. <laughs> and by the way, I was looking at a survey this week that said people are, I mean, now it's December, but if anybody I offended by playing Christmas music before December 1st, <laughs> I saw this <laughs> survey that 64% of the people said, they wish that they would not play music, Christmas music, before December first. Why? What is why? I I listen. I heard Christmas music at uh um and uh Halloween. <laughs> right, but that's the problem. People feel you know oh, that Lord when they start hearing music, perhaps all the stress that comes along with Christmas. A lot of people suffer through a lot of stress come Christmas. I know. So that's what I talked about the other day. Right, like, so it's so it's new. It, it just starts early for them when you start playing music early. Uh, and I, you know, let me be the first person to apologize. Babs made me do it. <laughs> Babs told me I want to start hearing Christmas music. I'm I like, but it's not Thanksgiving I yet. I was like, it's not Thanksgiving yet. But you like insisted. We so. need it. We need it, Harry. We need a little Christmas right this very minute. 
Okay. <laughs> so right now we're gonna we're gonna leave with Hanukkah music. We're gonna leave with some Hanukkah music. <laughs> I don't know what if it's Hebrew or nothing, but I, you know I just figured I'll just throw one in. Well, there, make sure so. it's appropriate because we don't want to offend people. Oh, so I well you know what <laughs> I'm just gonna play Christmas music. Yeah. I have no idea what is going to say. Check, so. check with Paul to see what's acceptable. Because I, you know, Harry, I don't want people coming for me. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. So since, you know, I, I am 2% Jewish. But I don't think that's enough to understand some of this music. <laughs> so okay. here we go. Anyway. Thank you for listening to Love Bass Love Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. Come, they told me, pa-ra-pum-pum-pum. A newborn king to see, pa-ra-pum-pum-pum. Our finest gift we bring back. Better not cry, you better not cry, cause I'm t-